Hello and welcome back to Presenting Pixie Dust. It's another week full of fun and magic. I am your host, Elizabeth Carr, and I am joined again by my wonderful, amazing uh, partner and co-star, Brett Anthony Harvey. How are you, Brett? Hi, everyone. I am feeling pretty good. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad to hear it. So we had a little hiatus last week for a little bit of r and It was report writing time at work and just a really yeah. hard time of the term. And teachers, we sympathize with you because it's been it's been a long term too. But we are back and raring to go this week to talk about the myth, the legend, the duck, Donald Duck. Mr. Quack himself. Yep. The Mr. mighty quack. The mighty quacker. Um, so we're going to chat a little bit today about Donald and about his sort of evolution and some important moments in Donald Duck history because he's mm. a really cool, interesting character and he's one that probably does not get the kudos that he deserves. He's always playing second fiddle to Mickey. Yeah, I always felt like, yeah, he was just um, just a, like a third-rate cousin. Right, at bird cousin. Like um, if, like if Mickey and Minnie were having a wedding, he may or may not be invited. You know, one of those guys. Yeah, he because he always makes so much trouble. Every time and a he's fuss. around, yes, yeah. he's always a troublemaker and causes a scene. He's that drama queen. He's the drunk you know, uncle. The drunkle. <laughs> drunk uncle at the wedding. Uh, but he is such a brilliant, amazing character, and we're going to chat a bit about him today because we just celebrated um, International Donald Duck Day yeah. on the 9th of June, which really? is every year International Donald Duck Day, and we'll wow. explain why soon. Um, but what are your first impressions of Donald Duck? Do you have any fond Donald Duck memories, well, Brett? I, I grew up with Donald Duck, you know. I mean, not like personally next door to him or anything, but, you know, oh, we used to always love racing home from school, turning on the telly and watching the cartoons. It's what you did as a kid in the 80s. And the 90s, when they released DuckTales, which was kind of an extension of the Donald Duck stuff. So, you know, we grew up with it. Definitely. So DuckTales was something that I really loved watching. I reckon it was on Saturday Disney Yeah. back in the 90s. And oh, it was one of my faves as well. Yep. One of my faves, the extended duck family. Yeah, there was always, you know, there was always something on in the afternoon. You know, you'd watch like Around the Twist and then Donald Duck had come on and Mickey and all those guys. Mm -hmm. There was always something interesting on. Yeah. 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 Well, today we're going to talk about uh, some Donald Duck fun facts. I've yeah. got some Donald Duck fun facts. We're going to chat a little bit about the some of the important moments in Donald Duck history. And that'll probably be our show today. And I'm really mm. excited because we haven't done something like this before where we've just talked about one specific character. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing these fun facts. We did actually do a little bit of research yesterday, mm -hmm. and we watched a couple of the, the videos. We watched three, three uh, different. On YouTube, there's some terrific Donald Duck videos from many, many, many years ago, which, you know, people may or may not have seen. So um, after this podcast inspires your love for Donald Duck, go out and check them out on YouTube. So every cartoon that we talk about today, I'll link in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I'll put the YouTube link in so that you can go back and watch it because they really are worth watching. We're going to talk about three in particular today, which go for about oh, between like seven and nine minutes yeah. each. Uh, and they're really, really, really worth checking out. So once you finish listening, definitely go and check them out because they're really, really cool. 
All right, you ready for fun fact number one? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, hang on, wait a second. Oh, sorry. Quack, 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 quack. That's that, beautiful. That means I'm ready. That means you're ready in Duckish. In Donald Duckish. In Donald yeah. Duckish. All right, so fun fact number one. Yeah. Donald is the only Disney character that I could find, one of the like main, like the big five, that has a middle name. So his middle name is Fontelroy. So he what? is Donald Fontelroy Duck. Donald Fontelroy Duck. I'm not sure what a Fontelroy is. Yeah. Is it a thing? Is it like a type of Maybe duck? Maybe it's a duck-related term. <laughs> Maybe. Know. If anybody gets a chance to Google Roy. what a Fontelroy is, please yeah. let us know. Mm. love to know what a Fontelroy is. Um, Donald Fontelroy Duck's first film appearance was in a supporting role in a uh, silly symphony short called The Wise Little Hen, which is an adaptation of the classic story of the Little Red Hen. Mm. Um he premieres in at about the two-minute mark, if you click on the YouTube link that I'll put in the show notes. And this cartoon was really important and really special because it premiered in colour. Walt Disney's Silly Symphonies were distributed in colour, so this particular cartoon premiered in colour. So he premiered in colour where Mickey did not. Mm. And I've just said premiered in colour about 40,000 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happened, which is particularly exciting because this cartoon premiered, and this is fun fact number two, premiered on the 9th of June in 1934. Wow. Which is why that is now recognised widely as being International Donald Duck Day. Yeah. Which 1934, that would be, a, uh, that's a long time ago. So it's 86 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if my maths is right. Yep, 86 years ago. <laughs> and that just... It just seems amazing that they had these coloured cartoons being distributed at that time. Mm. When most movies were not in colour no. at that time, that would have been very no. expensive to film a movie in colour at that time, surely. Well, I think, you know, that that was Walt, you know, being very progressive and trying his best to be cutting edge. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. When did um, Wizard of Oz premiere? Do you know? Was mm. it the 30s? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just thinking about that as so it's sort of like the benchmark for Technicolor films, mm. I feel like. Yeah, so I was just wondering when that premiered. Don't know. It'll be something that we'll have to Google later. But we are on now to fun fact number three. In mm. this cartoon of The Wise Little Hen, Donald Duck sports his signature sort of sailor top and hat, and he still has the same semi-intelligible, very nasally voice. Yeah. His voice is very classically still Donald, right from the beginning. <laughs> exactly like that. He does look very <laughs> different, though. He's got a really elongated neck and a really el- yeah. elongated bill. Looks he nothing like looks Donald like Duck. looks like a swan. You yeah, know, such or a, a long... goose. Yeah, goose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a white goose. Yeah. He definitely doesn't look like a duck. Mm. Looks like a white goose. Um, but the signature look that we know and love first came into being after Mickey was given a big design overhaul in 1936. And then Donald started to look like himself then because everyone around Mickey was redesigned too. Mm. And by 1939, he really looks like our Donald. And his design hasn't changed all that much since 1939. Yeah up until now in the last, you know, 81 years. And I think from his first inception to his more modern physique, it was about 10 years, wasn't it, where they redesigned and yeah, they changed yeah. So, him. Yeah, and then he years. kind of stayed the same from then on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed one thing that was really apparent to me when you watch that first one is that Mickey has these just these circles, black circles for eyes, and mm-hmm. Donald has 
the the white part with the black part in there, mm-hmm. um, which is what the Mickey and those other characters eventually have. Obviously, there's a lot more they can do with the, the shape of the eye if it's got the white as well as the black. Definitely. And it makes Mickey kind of look like he's a bit soulless. You know? It does a little bit. It yeah. does. So fun fact number four, um, artists Dick Humor and Art Babbitt, and I'm really sorry if I've just butchered those names, were the first to animate Donald initially, but artist Dick Lundy is credited for developing him as a character and creating um, the sort of temperament and characterizations of Donald that we know mm. and love now today. And this was really cool. I found this really, really interesting because I don't know how many characters that have been around for 86 years could say this, but he has only ever been voiced, Donald Duck has only ever been voiced by three people in the last 86 years. Yeah. Which is really cool. So a guy called Clarence Nash voiced him from 1934 to 1985. Yeah. And a gentleman named Tony Alselmo took over in 1985 and has been voicing him ever since then. Most recently, a guy named Daniel Ross has voiced him for some Disney Junior content since mm. 2017. But Tony Alselmo is still the official voice. So yeah. if you need like the official Donald Duck for anything, he is your guy. And he's been doing it since 1985. He actually wow. learnt from Clarence Nash, which is yeah, quite it takes cool. a bit of a knack to get that kind it's of really strange, squ- like a squashed pellet thing going on there, and yeah. the tongue's doing all sorts of work. You and were it's all trying on the back. to do it earlier. <laughs> It's got like a to it as well as a like, I don't, yeah, you can't do it all. I can't do it all at once. But, but you're going to try anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. as good as I can get it. Uh, I, I imagine it would be sort of similar to, you know, when they used to interview Andy Circus when he was doing the Lord of the Rings and doing Gollum's voice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be similar to that. I feel like you would need a lot of honey and lemon tea <laughs> and it would really hurt your throat after a, a little while because it's coming from your throat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, it's a definitely a skill and only three people are qualified to have ever done it, which is really, really cool. I wonder cool. if you can get like a bachelor's degree in Donald Duck voiceovers. A bachelor in Donald? Yeah. Would that be like a Bachelor of Arts brackets Donald Duck <laughs> yeah. close brackets? That'd be the official yeah. the official yeah. title of yeah. the degree, maybe. <laughs> we can look into that. All right, my next fun fact is about Donald's second appearance, which you were just talking about when he first appears with Mickey Mouse. Yep. Because in that short, the wise little hen, he doesn't appear with any other characters that we sort of recognise. Yeah. He's just sort of there. You know, as a, as a supporting character to the little red hen. Yeah, he's not even the main guy in that story. No, no, there's him and a guy called, was it Peter Pig? Yeah, I think who's so. Who's the other supporting yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, so he was just one of them. Um, but his second appearance was in a cartoon called Orphan's Benefit, which also premiered in 1934. And this was really special and important because it was his first appearance alongside Mickey Mouse. Mm. Um, and it was also the first cartoon that shows him absolutely losing his temper. Yeah. Uh, so it really sets up his character as a temperamental sort of sidekick and comic foil for Mickey. Uh, Donald Duck's character traits were created really to offset Mickey's. Mm. So Mickey was always really happy and upbeat and charming and he was the, the hero and Donald is definitely more imperfect and negative and is sort of the butt of everyone's jokes mm. in most of the Donald Duck cartoons, especially yeah. in these early ones. He was never the hero. It was always Mickey that was the hero and Donald was just sort of there as comic relief yeah i think that naturally you know they've they've created characters to represent different sides of a per, you know personalities mm-hmm. 
um, because otherwise it's very boring if everyone's sure. the same. You know, we can't all be all be Mickey. There's got to be a, a Donald Duck, and there's got to be those other characters that balance them out. You know, yin and yang. Definitely. Mm. And speaking of Donald losing his temper, I really encourage everyone to click on it and watch this cartoon of Orphan's Benefit because Donald is 100% justified in losing his temper in this cartoon. Oh, yeah. Tell the people at home a bit about this cartoon, Brett. Yeah, so um, so we see Mickey introduces Donald and Donald comes on stage and he tries to recite this poem. Little Boy Blue. Little Boy Blue. And every time he gets, you know, a, a, a phrase into it, these cheeky little mice that are in the auditorium start playing pranks on him. So they're just like heckling they, him and stuff. They're heckling him. And so it just begins really small, like they just interrupt him and he gets really steamy and angry because uh, he can't finish his poem. He's just trying to entertain, man. He's Come just on. Trying, he's Give got a job the duck to do. a chance. And so he goes off stage and then he comes back and he tries again and then the pranks, the heckling escalates. And they're throwing things at him. They're shooting, they're shooting arrows, sort of th- uh, arrows with uh, boxing gloves on them at him. They they end up, you know, dropping bricks on him. Like, yeah, it just gets really crazy. And I know that, you know, in the context of it, it's it could be a real belly laugh. But me looking back at that, I'm just like, leave the poor duck alone. And they were really mean. He's just trying to do his job. All those mice were so so mean. They to were him. so. You know what that is? That's gang mentality. And you know what? Mickey didn't step in. He didn't step in and stop them and say, hey, whoa, whoa, little mice. Because they're all mice too. They look like Mickey, but smaller. Maybe yeah. Mickey's been getting around. Maybe they're not really orphans. No one even knows. Yeah. But he didn't say, whoa, stop, stop. Mickey was sort of laughing at Donald as well. Yeah. Poor little Donald. It was very one-sided. It was. I would love to see yeah. the Donald Duck yeah. version of events. Like if you were trying to teach kids about bullying... I think this would be a terrific <laughs> video because it, it illustrates, uh, you know, misuse of power. Definitely. Against people. Absolutely. Yeah, picking on them. Poor Donald. Didn't like it. No, no, it wasn't. Look, it wasn't my favorite. I know it's meant to be funny. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too serious in my old age. Maybe it's the teachers in us that just go, well, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> that's bullying. <laughs> and they really were. They were bullying poor Donald. Yeah. Oh. I thought that maybe it might, it might have been some kind of propaganda thing. No, the propaganda came later. But I couldn't, I couldn't link it to anything else that would have been going on at that time. Not in 1934. Just, just mice that don't like ducks. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we're going to jump ahead now to 1942. Yeah. So this is during the Second World War, and there were several Donald Duck shorts that were made as propaganda films, mm. and one even won an Academy Award in 1942. It was called De Fuhrer's Face. Yeah. De Fuhrer's Face. And it featured Donald as a worker in an artillery factory in Nazi Germany. And at the end of the short, it shows Donald sort of waking up to find that his experience was a dream and he's wearing stars and stripes pyjamas and yeah. hugs the Statue of Liberty statue <laughs> and everything. And it's all very... and he Very actually, patriotic. Oh, my gosh. He actually <laughs> says the words, I'm so glad to be a citizen of the United States of America. Yeah. And it's just so like, ugh. But when I first started watching this, I wasn't quite sure where it was going. Yeah. And I know it's propaganda and I, I sort of fast-forwarded to watch the end so I knew how it ended because when I first started watching this the whole start of this cartoon is basically just Donald sort of he's you know hiling all these pictures of Hitler and Mussolini and everything and it just made there's swastikas everywhere yes and it just made me so uncomfortable 
he's basically railroaded into working for the war effort. Yeah. Um, that's sort of clear with the bayonets pointed at him. But see, I didn't even get you that know. far. When I first started watching it, <laughs> I was just watching Donald saying, Heil Hitler, Heil. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't watch this. This is inappropriate. I can't watch this. This is horrible. Yeah. And then I watched the end and realised, oh, okay, it's going to have a happy ending. And then I watched it properly from the start to finish yesterday with you. And I was like, okay, this is funny. Yeah. And it was funny that every was time... Funny. Every yeah. time he saw a picture of Hitler, yep. he had to heil, which is funny when the, the picture started coming in in quick succession on the... Yeah, heil, heil. Yeah, heil, heil, heil. On the, um, Even his tail was... His duck tail was heiling. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, it was it was interesting. And If anyone out there has got a bit of spare time, I would love to know how many swastikas were in this little movie, mm-hmm. this little cartoon, because they were everywhere. Oh, yeah. Even in the clouds. The clouds were swastika shaped. <laughs> the windmill was the a windmill. swastika. Yeah. <laughs> it was really quite funny yeah. and quite clever. And I think just the, the vision of a, a swastika is such an, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like an aggressive, it's such an aggressive symbol Yeah. that when you look at it, it's just, you want to look away because that's not something that we celebrate, obviously. Yeah. But just looking at those things at the start, it just made me really uncomfortable yeah. until it sort of got into the humour of it, and we sort of started to see that it was poking fun mm. at the Nazi Germany and at Hitler and mm. everything. And then it was funny because then it was a joke. But at the start, it was just really uncomfortable yeah. for me to <laughs> to watch. It was so uncomfortable. And I look, what I found really interesting about it, a couple of things. He, he's obviously making bombs in the factory, mm-hmm. but we never see any bombs go off. We never see no. any shooting. We never see any guns, any cannons, anything like that, which I thought was really interesting. Interesting choice. But also um, there's, what, four or five soldiers in there, German soldiers, and they're like clearly German soldiers with what they wear. They're yeah. wearing their Nazi uniform, but they're in a band. And they're playing this kind of awful music. They they look really awkward and weird, and so they don't look like uh, it's not. They're not vicious soldiers with no. guns in their hand, kind of, you know, um, what you might expect to be represented of them. But they're being they're being seen to be almost like almost like incompetent. In, in the way that they operate themselves. They're definitely drawn in a, like a caricature style yeah. as well. All of the, yeah. the portraits of Hitler and the other, and the German soldiers and the other, the Mussolini. And who's the, who's the, the Japanese one uh, that they had in there? Yeah, nah. Oh, I can't remember his name, but there was a, a Japanese, mm. a, a picture of a Japanese person as well who... That would have been... The, Must um, have been someone important in the in the yeah. Second World War. Yeah, Emperor of Japan. Something at the time. like that. Yeah. Look, I'm not up with my World War Two knowledge, but um, yeah, they're just very, drawn to look very silly. Yeah, and very funny. Goofy. And, yeah. Yeah. So it definitely um puts the point across. Yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of it does make of, a joke of of them. Yes, definitely. Them, yeah. I think it makes a joke of sort of the whole thing, and and it's almost a relief when. Donald wakes up and oh, and he yeah. goes and it, when he wakes up, there's a shadow on the wall and it looks like Hitler or someone hiling like their yeah, arm is Hitler. out straight out, yeah. and he sort of sees the shadow and he gets really really scared and then he turns around and it's just his Statue of Liberty statue that's projected onto the wall yeah. and it's just sort of it is so clever it's it's very clever and it's just a bit but it's a bit ridiculous too like yeah. I just go oh god that's so corny. <laughs> It's so cheesy. But you know what? It won an Oscar. So yeah, yeah. must have done the job at the time. 
Thanks in large part to these propaganda films that Disney was putting out at the time, Donald was used as a mascot for US military branches like the Air Force and Mm. the Coast Guard. He is also the mascot of the University of Oregon. They have an Oregon Ducks athletic team. What about the Mighty Ducks? No, well, they're not Donalds. (laughs) We're going to get to the Mighty Ducks, um, a.k.a. (laughs) the greatest sporting movie trilogy of all time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that eventually, but uh, that had nothing to do with Donald. Whereas the Oregon Ducks, Donald is still their mascot. Yeah. He, they've got like a special licensing agreement with Disney that they can they can use Gee, his that's likeness. That's pretty lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to have that? You want to have the permission? Trust yeah, me, yeah. you want the permission to use it. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, during the war, Disney wasn't actually allowed to distribute in Europe because of the you know propaganda ness of their mm. content. So Walt made the decision to try and increase the audience in South America to try and make some money and yeah. boost some dollars by traveling with his assistants and using their experiences to create new feature films. And the first being a film called Saludos Amigos in 1942 and the second being The Three Caballeros, which was released in 1944. Damn. Three Caballeros was actually the first feature-length film to combine live action and animation together. Yeah. So prior to, you know, Mary Poppins in the 60s, who also did that. Yep. Um, yeah, Three Caballeros in 1944 combined wow. those things very well. And Donald was a star in both of those feature films. I'll have to look that one films. up. It's on Disney Plus. We could watch them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're both on there. I haven't seen them, but I know that the Three Caballeros is like a big fixture at Epcot at Disney World. If you go through, you know, the South America sort of area of Epcot and through Mexico, which I know is not South America, that's Central America, but you can see Donald Duck and the Three Caballeros represented there in that in yeah, that space, cool. which is pretty cool. Random Donald fact, Donald Duck is the most published comic book character outside of the superhero genre. Really? Yeah, he's the man. More than Mickey, more than any of those, he is the most published comic book character. Wow. In fact, Donald has featured in, you know, far more feature-length animations than Mickey has. Yeah. Yeah. So Mickey sort of started waning in his appeal, appeal. I suppose, mm. in um, sort of the 1930s and 40s. And Donald was like the star. I mean, Mickey was always the star because he was the guy. Mickey is the mouse. But Donald definitely um, beat him in popularity stakes as time went on. Yeah, is that because people can empathise with him more? Like, because not everybody can keep their, their themselves together like Mickey does. Like, <laughs> let's be honest, there's a bit of Donald Duck in, in every way. I think so. And it comes out and people get that. I think that it might also be that Donald is... Because he's imperfect, you can laugh at him. Yep. Whereas Mickey is a lot of things, but he's not particularly funny. No. Like, he, he does funny things occasionally, but he is this sweet, you know, optimistic, wonderful, good guy, hero of everything. Whereas Donald, because he boring. can... He's not boring. <laughs> Shh, Mickey, you didn't hear that. <laughs> Don't say that about Mickey. That's Donald, horrible. Donald, I've got your back. No, whereas Donald, because he's got that, you know imperfect nature and he yep. can he can be a joke people laugh at him more and pe- people like things they can laugh at yeah but where they feel like they've got permission to that's well, why the three stooges and stuff did so well surely yep. charlie chaplin mm. you know he charlie chaplin was almost like a perfect combination of mickey mouse and donald duck because he had that you know good guy hero-ness to him and then he had the slapstick could get really angry yeah you know Donald Duckiness to him too. Mm. 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 
All right. You ready to move on to the next fact? Oh, yeah. Okay. Donald. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Quack. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> duck I'm sorry. I can't keep up with your duck translations <laughs> of what you're saying. <laughs> All right. Brett? Yep. Donald was awarded his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in August 2004 on August 9th. Wow. He is one of 17 animated characters to also have received one. Wow. In terms of Disney characters, I know Mickey's got one, mm. Minnie's got one. Was Mickey the first? I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, Mickey's got one, Minnie's got one. Minnie only got hers recently in the last couple of years. Uh, Tinkerbell's got one, Winnie the Pooh has one, so on and so forth. Yeah. I cool. know Bugs Bunny and stuff have got them as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, over his career, Donald has appeared in seven full-length animated features, which is more than any of his animated friends, including Mickey Mouse. Yeah. He's the man. He is the man. Donald Duck's birthday is actually Friday the 13th of March. Friday so, the 13th? Friday 13th, which is actually my sister Kate's birthday as well. Oh, right. <laughs> Friday 13th of March. Shout out to Katie. Hi, Kate. Uh, yeah, Friday 13th of March, which is interesting because Mickey's birthday is credited as being the day that Steamboat Willie premiered. Oh, yeah. But Donald's is not. So, of course, Donald Duck, International Donald Duck Day is the 9th of June, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. But his birthday is not actually until Friday 13th of March. And I think they established that in a later cartoon. Okay. Like a cartoon about Donald's birthday. Donald's birthday? Yeah, maybe. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in my research, I, I'm sure I read that, that they established that later, not when it first premiered. Yeah. Otherwise, his birthday would just be synonymous with the day that the cartoon premiered. But he must have been given an alternate birthday somewhere along the line. Well, it sounds like they've done a lot of character development with Donald. Definitely. So that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Donald has never worn a pair of pants. Yeah, I know, right? But he does wear swimming trunks when he goes swimming. (laughs) So in his everyday life, he does not wear pants, (laughs) but he does wear swim shorts, should he ever decide to go swimming. Oh, Walt, you're breaking my brain. It's quite interesting (laughs) because, you know, he's a duck, so he doesn't really need clothes. But anyway, regardless. Yeah. And his feathers are waterproof, so what does he need swimmers for? But it probably adds to the dramatic effect. Um, I've only got one more fun fact left, so do you have anything you want to say before I hit you with my last fun fact? No, no, that's good. You're good? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my last fun fact is, I don't know if I can call this a fact because I haven't actually verified this. This is all rumours and hearsay at this point, but Walt Disney is said to have decided on Donald Duck's name after cricketer Donald Bradman was out for a duck against the New York West Indians in 1932. Yeah. Yes, that's said to be where the name comes from. Of course, I haven't spoken to Mr. Disney recently, so I cannot confirm or deny this, but that is the rumour. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we should do some research on that one. Yeah, well, if you've got any alternate theories or information about Donald Duck, please send it through. I'd love to hear it. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Donald Duck which is really super exciting. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I will be linking those videos that I spoke about of the um, the Wise Little Hen and Orphan's Benefit and Defura's Face in the show notes if you want to check them out. I definitely recommend that you do that. What do you think, Brett? Yep, sounds good. Um, I'm also going to link a video that I've watched by a YouTuber called Dave Lee Down Under, who's an Australian guy who did a great video on the evolution of Donald Duck, which includes a lot more information about design evolution that I haven't mentioned here because it really needs sort of like a visual element mm-hmm. to be able to... Um, to make sense of that so i'll link that in the show notes to check that out that's a really 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 great video and that's about all 
So thanks everyone again for tuning in today. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think if you want some more episodes like this where we talk about specific characters or if you've got an idea for an upcoming episode. That would be really, really great to hear. Uh, Make sure you follow Presenting Pixie Dust on Facebook and Instagram for the latest news. And if you could rate the show five stars and leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts, that would be really great because it does help people find the show. Um, And we'd really, really, really appreciate that. You can also check out Brett's podcast, Teaching for Dummies, which is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you're a teacher and you're so inclined. It's a really, really great one. And we will talk to you next week. All right, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in. See you later. Quack, quack, quack. That means bye. Bye. How does it go again? <laughs> Will you help me plant my corn? <laughs> Will you help me plant my corn? <laughs> it's alright, I've already oh recorded God. it. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs>